0: Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's well. Another day, another opportunity to get a little bit better, at least to try. We've been talking about this idea of feelings, what it does to us. We don't even appreciate just how much we act based on how we feel, how much our minds are trying to protect us from feeling bad. And so as a result, we do things, think things, act in ways that are really feelings-driven, without even realizing it. We are talking yesterday to an individual. We were talking about this idea that many times in life, when you are in charge of something, Some of the ideas that you need to put into place to make things better, you don't think about, because you know that you'll have to do it. If you're running a business, and you know that there are changes that you have to make, but you also know that you have nobody that you can rely on, so making the change will require you doing more work, which will make you feel overwhelmed your brain will block the idea from even rooting in your mind. And when you ask someone for advice and they give you the idea, you're like, yeah, I knew that. But you didn't. You thought you did. Because it was intuitive. And it was right under the surface. But you didn't really know that. Because as your brain started to contemplate doing that idea, it started to Anticipate feeling overwhelmed And then you blocked it And when someone else brings it up It feels like it's right But but for the person bringing it up You never would have done it Or you never really would have thought of it Because what's happening is The anticipation of feelings In some ways is even blocking The mind from being able to process information. So we have to like just grapple with that for a minute. That how we feel is, in many ways, shaping what we even think about, what we even allow ourselves to go down the road in. I've done this before with with companies, where I've told them that take a day and imagine as if you are without constraints like take it an off-site take your executive team away take your closest confidant away for five hours list all of your problems that you're, you're currently dealing with in the company and now list solutions that you'd have if you'd have basically no constraints forget that you have a billion not let's don't be crazy but assume you have people that can execute on your dreams. But assume you have enough money in the bank that you can pay whatever things are. You could get the goods from China if you need. You can get, you know, labor to move. Whatever it is that's going on, you, could, you can identify. Don't be constrained by that you don't have the resources to execute your vision. Just identify the solution. And so many times, the stuff that people come up with—it's—it's it's brilliant. It's—it's—it's it's, it's intuitive. It's—it's—it's in—it's in, it's in, it's in, it's innovative. It's genius. That's the word I was looking for. And they couldn't do it in the board in the boardroom. Why were they doing it on the offsite with this fake exercise? Because their brain was blocking them from a lot of the best ideas. Because. The feeling that they would have afterwards is it's not worth it. It's not worth it because we can't do it. We're going to have to do it ourselves and we don't have the, the bandwidth to handle that. It's the, the fear of the potential I can't that's blocking the present what should I. And this applies in everywhere. The kids will never do that. Trust me, I know my kid. He will never do that. So as a result, we don't. So as a result, the ideas don't really work. Because what's happening is our feelings are blocking us in ways that we don't fully appreciate. She'll never go for it. She'll never say yes. And so I start to allow thoughts in. My schema, my filter, starts to allow my conscious mind to process thoughts, ideas, an order based on my anticipated feeling of those things. And that's where a lot of our blocking, the, the blockages of our lives comes in. A lot of the life that we want, that we can have, we don't access because... This is sort of where we lose it In the feelings In the anticipated feelings In the anticipated negative feelings I would love to do that But once I get up there I'm going to be a wreck Trust me I'll be a wreck I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be able to pull that off I'd love... Are you kidding me? I would love to be able to have a better relationship with so-and-so. But trust me. Trust me. Once I get close... I'm going to feel rejected. I'm going to feel like they're not interested as much as I am. So it is so much better... For me to be able to play it safe. Because of the anticipated negative feeling that I may feel... When I walk in that room. I would love to be able to work remote but I'm, my boss will never go for it. And I hate feeling like my boss looks at me like I'm not doing a good job. I hate that. So I'm not going to bring it up. Yeah, you know how many employees like to sit by the door so in case they have to leave early no one sees them. Normal. Regular. They don't like, people don't like to be looked down on. People don't like to feel like somebody's disappointed in them. So many things that all of us, so many things that we do and don't do is because of the anticipated negative feeling. So what do we do about it? So let's begin. And I want to identify two areas where we can work on two areas where we could grow a muscle there's a meta area to this which is called belief but we're not going to get there yet let's stay in the world first two areas I don't remember which book this was but years ago I was reading one of many, many books that speak about this and it took me a while to understand this and when I say it even over today as I say it, you're going to say, oh, obviously, but if you think about this today, like if you think about it today, you'll realize how hard this is. But once you start to practice this, I don't practice this enough, but if I did, I'd be much stronger. Once you start to practice this, this will really, it could really change your life. Now, this is a concept that I've learned in spirituality. But it's I've seen this in the in, in more sort of um, psychological sec- secular books, and here's the concept: thoughts are not you. Thoughts are things that come to you. We've did this. We did this on the show maybe nine months ago, maybe a year ago. Andy would know. I don't know if Andy's watching or listening, but you, would, Andy would know. The, if you, the, we did this here, I remember going through this here, the group. But I want to sort of delve into it again in this context. The thought that we have, the example that I learned it from was that if you can almost picture if the old days, a movie theater... In the old days, if you went to the movie theater, in the back of the room was a little square. And through the square was a shining light that projected an image onto a screen. So people came and sat and looked at the screen, but they didn't fully realize that behind them was the light. Now, in the room where the light came from was a machine... That would take basically film that had images on it let's go forget motion now let's go back to the old old days where they had like you know the, the beginnings of movies and it would through the it would basically run these images through the ca- the lens through the projector and the as the image came through the projector, the light would shine through the image. It was film. And it would project the image onto the screen. If you remember the good old... I mean, those remember this. I don't know. I remember this. I remember projectors. I remember going to class. And like click, 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 click. And there was like pictures. Click, 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 click. And the... the I, I used to carry around. I kid you not. I used to carry around the projector with me. I kid you not. I remember once getting on an airplane having to speak somewhere. And I carried with me to Daytona a projector it's crazy so I put the thing in it was different, I mean it was a little more sophisticated but still it projected the image so picture if you will, and we'll talk about it just for a few more minutes today and then we will delve in a little bit tomorrow and really get underneath this example because if you can think about this example a lot over the weekend um, it'll really start to build the muscle So picture, if you can, that there is a projector coming through. So the film comes over the the light, right? And the light is taking this image, which really is a small little image on a film, and it is making it appear to be 30, 40, 50 times its size. So, what was a tiny little image in the room in the back is a light is a is a is a picture that looks like it 's alive in the front and you 're sitting in a dark room at a big screen, and out in front of you is a picture or a conversation that is moving you emotionally now. That conversation, that picture never really... It's not real. It's in the back of the room. It's on a film. And if that film would stop running, the images would disappear. And if for some reason, somebody didn't turn on the light, the images would be so small that it would, wouldn't be It wouldn't be moving, It wouldn't be engaging. What makes it engaging Is that it's so big That it's so light That you're, you're looking at a screen That's so large It's lifelike So if we can take our properties And delve in tomorrow But let's just for the day Think about these Just if you can Toy with these in your mind Thoughts Is the film that runs over your mind Over Let's, let's assume your consciousness for a second where does it come from? a lot of places spiritual places memory it comes many times when I'm praying I'm literally like I could be praying and like I have a thought about like what I was doing when I was like in 11th grade where did that come from? Nothing triggered me. I'm sitting in my chair in the synagogue saying the words from a, a prayer book. Where did my 11th grade trip to wherever pop into my head? What? It wasn't for me. Something. So we can delve into the spirituality of it. That's part of how we're being tested, whatever. There's also... Neuroplasticity in your mind. So things trigger in ways you can't believe. You look over and see a tissue and it reminds you of this and that and this and that. And in your brain, you have all these old connections that are like ha- almost totally pruned out, but this thin lines. And the next thing you know, th- it leads you to seven different things and you think about high school. You didn't do that. You didn't choose that. You weren't like, how do I get back to 11th grade? Hmm, I'm bored. It's the film that comes over your your consciousness. It's not you. You know who you are? You're the light that decides to make it lifelike or to make it pass through. You're not your thoughts. You're the light that chooses whether the thought should have full expression to where it's lifelike Leading to emotion or to have no expression, passing through to the next image. I will talk about this. Okay, everybody, have a great day. Think about this. And with God's help, we can't wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day.